theater queen. I am. I would think that if anybody in this workroom knows what Snatch Game is, it would be you. I think so. This is improv, uh, riffing, and it's knowing your character and trying to make you laugh, which yeah, is really I what I want to do. Yeah, I'd love to laugh. You know, even if it's halfway funny, I'll fucking laugh. <laughs> True. <laughs> So I know that somewhere there is a compilation, I think, on YouTube of all of the times, maybe it's a Lee Dawson, uh, you know, cut of all of the times that RuPaul has told the queens to make him laugh. Mm. And uh, no more is that uh, the 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 chicken nugget, as Monique Hart would say, that you need to pluck off the floor then during and for Snatch Game. But I think no more than in season 11 was it reinforced that the key, the golden key to winning Snatch Game is purely make RuPaul laugh. Oh, yeah. If if not in Snatch Game, definitely during the walkthrough, uh, because that's like the tell. Uh, and if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't make her laugh during the walkthrough, and I don't think any of the queens took her advice this time, but if you don't make her laugh in the walkthrough, you need to change your character. Like, do yeah. something else. Figure something else out, because... I don't know. Vanjie, I think, is uh, probably the biggest culprit because I think Vanjie really could have sold this. And RuPaul was like, wait, you're not going to do LaToya? Wait, you're not doing LaToya? Wait, it's it's not funny talking about it. It's funny acting it out. Everybody says that, right? She even says, goddamn laugh riot. It's like Vanjie is not listening. uh, And I think that was also her downfall. Yeah, you know, and that was obviously, I think, a running theme for Vanjie this week is that she has been told things that she is... not doing um and i think there's kind of that conversation with vanji and this is a tangent we can get into later of like a tangy what, sorry sorry a tangy <laughs> if you will <laughs> it's a tangy um i'm back with a tangy um but <laughs> but uh you know there's the conversation you know whereas michelle is kind of like okay we've seen this look six times i'm over it and then ross is like yeah but is this like her brand and is is she really like a Julia Roberts where you're just happy to see her? Or is it like, ugh, it's just Julia Roberts with a wig on, you know? Yeah, and not knowing Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> the one with the bathing suit and the silver glitter on her chest? I was deeply offended. <laughs> I mean, luckily she did say, oh, oh, Devil Wears Prada, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they edited out like 30 seconds of trying to get Vanjie to figure out who Meryl Streep was. Brooks, like, have you seen Doubt? Yeah. Doubt. Did you see Doubt with Amy Adams? No. Death okay. becomes her. Death becomes her. Death, death becomes her. <laughs> Which one's that one with the witch? <laughs> yeah, the one with the witch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, so. It's interesting you bring up Vanjie with talking. Obviously, I'm relating this to the clip of the week because the clip of the week is like, this is what you got to do. This is what Snatch Game is. Snatch Game has become this, you know, peak of every season where even RuPaul now is saying like, well, 
you know, snatch game, that's that's when we really can tell, you know, and that's like mm -hmm. for fans and even for the judges, it, it says a lot. And I know we've done past episodes on kind of statistics, uh, fuzzy math on how queens do in snatch game versus when they get to the top or if they get to the top. And I thought this episode is something of a first uh, for queens that... Uh, did not win Snatch Game, and it's not even not win Snatch Game, but it's had to lip sync during Snatch Game. How many queens mm -hmm. in the past, can you guess, uh, just a number, can you guess how many queens went on to the top three or four, uh, depending on the season, after they lip synced from losing Snatch Game? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a, that's some deep... That's some deep trivia. I mean, I'd have to really go in and, like, you know, mine for those boogers, but <laughs> I'm... I'm going to guess that, like, not many. Like, I'm going to say three at most, but okay. one likely. Okay. So uh, not counting All-Stars because All-Stars, the Queens. it's All-Stars. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is All-Stars. Uh, hey, no, this the, is All-Stars. <laughs> the Queens eliminated uh, during that season. Um but uh, or those seasons. So uh, if you don't count Tyra, who should have been in the bottom, but she, she had immunity. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. In order, Detox made top four and had to lip sync for Kesha. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Naomi Smalls. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the bottom, but made top oh, three. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> are oh, you, yeah. Doing, are you doing good today? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my Marco. That's, my Marco. <laughs> That's your Marco. Um, yeah. And then the last one is the beloved Peppermint. That's right. So it was so three queens ha who've lip synced uh, for Snatch Game have gone on to the finale. Yes, uh, except for wow. Detox, who was in the top four. Uh, but I oh, count that's right. her, I counted her because you know we have been doing top four since season nine, so I just kind of counted it. Sure, really. Yeah, so if fair. so, if we're not counting Detox, it's only two and. I don't know. I'm going to conjecture to guess after this lip sync that Brooke and Evie will be two more that go to the finale. Uh, there is oh no God. way. There is no way RuPaul is sending these queens home after what she saw in this episode from Brooke and and in the lip sync from Evie. I mean, the I the way that RuPaul was pointing and then pointing, oh, the pointing and then the po pointing the pointing the pointing. If you can make Ru point, you're done. You're like, you win. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn's on point while RuPaul points yeah. at her. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Ru oh, yeah. Ru, Ru point? Ru <laughs> her tone was very pointed right there. Yes. <laughs> I love it. The one with the pointy hair. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so I don't yes, have any more point puns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got a We're Weight not... Watchers points joke, but it's not going to fit. That's not a fat joke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you pointing at me when you said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, it's like we're the pointer sisters over here <laughs> yeah i know uh. Oh, uh, all right all right mary all right all right we've um, made our point 
to quote Ellen, my point, and I do have one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's God. my Ellen. That's, that's my Ellen. Um, it's on point. Uh, sorry. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Uh, All we're right, done, we're done. I'm going to tell you why you're done. Um, yeah. So, so Snatch Game, before we uh, you know, move on to the episode, uh, what are your kind of general thoughts on this Snatch Game as it compares to past seasons? You know, I would say that as per usual, I mean, I think this is what I think Nick and Amanda and the Squirrel Friends have talked about this. I think maybe maybe folks on Reddit have talked about this, but I definitely feel this way that in some ways I always kind of dread Snatch Game more than I'm excited about it because the bombs are always so bad, you know, <laughs> and like so it's and, and so there really are like there's peaks and valleys with Snatch Game. I would say this this season the valleys were pretty deep. You know, I would say that Brooke and Evie really, I mean, missed the mark. Uh, that that whoopee, that was a whoopsie Goldberg. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Whoopsie Goldberg, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Evie, you're in danger, girl, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, yeah, ditto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Balls, the beach balls. Um, <laughs> but that and Brooke, I mean, it was just like, oh, like it was, it was, um, Jiggly Caliente as uh, Snooky levels of just like, oh, girl, sure, sure. stop. Sure. Um, so, I, I yeah, will, so I, I will say this about, uh, if we're talking about because you're like. You dread Snatch Game. I still get excited about Snatch Game, but I'm also a very weird person because one of the th- and I don't know. Clock me if I'm wrong. Uh, come at me if you need to, Marys. But like, <laughs> cash me outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I, one of the things that I like to experience are are emotions that I can't experience anywhere else. And for me, I personally like going to amateur improv shows because of that feeling that I feel, which is cringe, that feeling of cringe when the audience is silent because the actors on stage are not funny and nobody can do anything about it and they just have to work through it and we're just dying because it's worse and worse and worse and we're just dying and that's the only place that I can feel that and so there's something about Snatch Game for me where I'm excited and anticipating these great queens doing great impressions like Nina West and uh, even Silky I was excited for um, and, and you know even Sugar and even Vanjie I was excited for anyway um, but then I also know that there's going to be bad performances and I'm like well I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna love to not enjoy that feeling you know I don't know I, I don't know how else to explain yeah. it I don't know how else to explain it but I enjoy I enjoy the cringe I enjoy the river deeps and the mountain highs you know what I mean I mean girl this is what I experience every time I walk into a CVS like <laughs> <laughs> I have to just work through it because there's nothing I can do about it like <laughs> I hope you dance is going to play for as long as it takes for me to find the diet pills or, you know, to see if they have chelated magnesium because I don't need the laxative kind. I need the anxiety one. You need the paper bags. You know, they're not. Yeah, I'm looking for the paper bag. Um, And, you know, and I'm hoping that it can use the self-service checkout because I don't need judgments. Not from you. Not today. You know. <laughs> Oh, totally. Those self-checkouts are fabulous. Oh, fabulous. God. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Mary, uh, let's let's just jump into this episode. But before we do, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? 
Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny, and slap that ass and get a free pass. And I'm Joanne Worley, and I'm just so happy to be here. (laughs) To be a reference made. Um, And this week, uh, and I'm Colin, but obviously I'll go by Joanne. Uh, And this week, uh, we are, of course, continuing our recap of Season 11, as you probably figured out by now, with, of course, Snatch Game at Sea, which I think is mostly at sea because of Akaya, their sponsor. (laughs) Otherwise, I was like, where Um, is the boat? Yeah, yeah, where (laughs) is It's sinking with Brooke on it. You know what I mean, Mary? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just like, get me off this ship. This is like that carnival poop cruise. You know what I'm saying? You know, Colin, in the water, I'm a very skinny lady. Yeah. Manny! Mo Manny! (laughs) This woman! (laughs) This woman! Oh, I uh, loved when Coco Peru recently did that on Twitter. I, I, I saw died. that. I died. It made me yeah. so happy because, uh, you know, you know, if we don't make these references, yep. we lose these references. We lose them. Yep. Which is yep. a relevant statement because let it not go any longer without saying the name Nita West. Thank you for making these references. Oh, my God. Yeah. She even referenced Paul Lind. Like, I was like, okay, she's yeah. she is working this I and uh, you know I maybe we can talk about Nina West right now because from the from the very start in the workroom with Jenks and everything like she was she was like toe to toe with RuPaul talking about Harvey Firestein, Joanne Worley like talking about Snatch Game like she knew she knows what she's doing and she's bringing in these old references even her Snatch Game character right okay she did two characters they were fabulous um mm-hmm. and she even brought in i thought this was brilliant she even brought in the like the snatch word bit because she knows that yes. RuPaul she knows that RuPaul loves those jokes like loves that that uh that game and yeah the I, fact that she got Ru to play a game i just yeah. uh Oh my God! It was brilliant. I mean, I will say the Harvey Firestein was was a great voice, and I thought of Pearl as Big Ange. Yeah, same, same. Which is another great and bizarre, but mostly bizarre, but a genuinely great Snatch Game performance. I for think. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she got a Paul Lynn joke in there, as I mentioned before, mentioning all the dicks. The dick joke was yeah. great. She she brought up the Harvey Weinstein joke, and to make a Harvey Weinstein joke and have it land is tough so yeah I, you yeah. know my hat is off to nina you know to be honest with you i liked the way nina played snatch game more than silky uh because of uh, obviously all the reasons i just listed she had like one interaction i think with uh with vanji um and so she was interacting with other queens and she actually had like jokes like set up punchline jokes which i think yeah. is like the whole thing of snatch game whereas you know silky nutmeg ganache like you got to give it to her like she can write a thesis on on you know showing your personality and making people laugh but she kind of just did t.s madison quotes and was really funny and did the whole nine inches jokes and interacted with uh, plastique and you know she did that and then the runway happened and she looked stunning but nina's look i thought was 
just better. It was it was more in line with the the snatch game kind of story arc. I agree. I think that there is like these sort of alternate universe narratives. There's the the narrative in which Nina wins this episode and there and the narrative in which Silky wins this episode and we are in the we are in that quantum you know, narrative of Silky winning because I think all of the ingredients were there for Nina to win. It was all just what they wanted to emphasize. I think Nina was doing, to me, like this is somewhat reminiscent of season two Snatch Game. Nina was doing the kind of work that Pandora Box was doing as Carol Mm, Channing. Totally. You know? Totally. It was the same, it was the same level. There was the same kind of, there wasn't, the Queens, there's a nervous energy that comes out is very boisterous. It's like, oh my God, I just got to hit these jokes hard to get RuPaul to laugh. And Nina, it felt like she, there was a calmer energy that it was like, if everyone else was on the same level, I think that she would have popped even more. Mm. That being said, I mean, listen, I thought she was great. And I just thought, oh my God, I I barely under, I like know the name Joanne Worley. And I'm not saying I'm anybody other than I tend to know old lady <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's, old TV that's, stars. Yeah, that's your it's my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, totally. So even Joanne Worley was kind of like a, a newer, like a reference was like, I, I know a little bit about her. Mm-hmm. So it felt really good to be like, Nina is educating people. And I don't know, like that feels like a great usage of Snatch Game as a platform. And like, that's a thing too, you know? I Yeah, I love that. And I mean, not to say that T.S. Madison isn't somebody that, you know, the the children should be educated about but uh you know if we're talking about the kind of twilight zone um oh wait did we yeah twilight zone it's like silky zone like we're in the silky zone right now because you're right the storyline is silky needed to come out on top this week because of the 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 conflict that she's having with evie uh and right the the talent list versus talent and and all of that and and yeah the the bitch needed it uh for or the, the sorry not even silky needed it but the producers needed it um which is unfortunate for nina because i you know i thought she played it really well i thought she was very smart and strategic and calculating and knew what she needed to do she came up with two characters they were both funny and you know played games with rue i think that's fabulous yeah, she really, I mean, <clears throat> I think it was an interesting act one gun of, you know, her kind of, you know, being the narrator to explain how to win Snatch Game. She has the talking head about it. She has mm-hmm. the interaction with Rue about it. And then she demonstrated that. And then, you know, Ross says, like, this is how you win Snatch Game. Like, there's all of the elements to say, like, right. in, the, in the competition portion of Drag Race, the competition side of Drag Race, Nina won this week. But in yeah. the reality TV portion, Silky won. And... And she was very funny in Snatch Game, but I agree with you. I think that she was Silky being really funny, saying T.S. Madison kind of stuff, which isn't very far from, like, Silky's personality, you know? Like, it's not that much of a stretch. Totally. And again, it's not to knock Silky's performance, because granted, both of them should have been on the top. And just for me, there was something about, and yeah, and I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it. I am very biased against, you know, or for Nina West. So I, yep. I also understand that. Um, and, you know, Nina's just kind of my queen. She's my queen. And I thought that she did really, really well on the runway and in the challenge. And and Silky, yeah, Silky was, you know, number two. And number three, obviously, is uh, Sugar for me. Oh, Sugar Cane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, let's, can we? Because I, I wrote down Sugar Cane, yes, she can, can. This was... <laughs> This was a good week. I, you know, uh, Sister Mary Jonathan Minton, he texted me 
on Saturday, I guess maybe it was Friday, um, but after he CC saw the episode. Desist? Is this CC Desist? Yes. CC Desist. Yes, yes. of course. CC Desist. Um, and he had said, do you think uh, Sugarcane is the Jocelyn Fox of season 11? <laughs> and I, he's like, think about it. And I was like, you're right. Because Jocelyn Fox would have, would she, there would be moments where she would do really well and she'd like pop the rap challenge, snatch game. Um, she had, I think, I don't know if she had any runways that were really that great, but you know, um, but I feel like similarly, I feel like Sugarcane has had these little moments, these little blips, or she's, you know, been a high safe, but not the star. Mm. And it's kind of like, so is this a queen that's just going to kind of go until about top six? And it's like, okay, well, uh, this is, uh, this, this is where you go. This is where we slip the note under your door, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when we melt the sugar. Um, I... <coughs> oh, excuse are you me. all right? Sorry, excuse me. Yes. No just, worries. Uh, no worries. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Sugar, she looked absolutely stunning in that eggplant uh, eggplant emoji on the runway. Uh, yeah. A, a similar dress, uh, not similar dress, it's the same designer that Alexis Michelle uses a lot, uh, Christopher Palou from Project Runway. Oh, yeah, of course, from season 10. Yeah, I went to, um, I always try to, I always try out different bars when I watch it live. Um, and this week I went to a bar uh, with, a, I don't want to say which bar because the queen didn't do very well. And uh, I, I, I thought she was lovely and she didn't do well. And I don't want to bash her any other way. But so that's oh, why I'm not. hosting? <clears throat> what? In terms of hosting, you mean? hosting uh, oh yes hosting yes 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 uh she was not it was it was rough but you know i was i was you know cheering her on and telling her how great she looked because she looked phenomenal but um so anyway that's why mary's i'm not saying which bar i went to this week but um even in the bar uh everybody was like gagging about sugar and then um a few of them were like oh my god she looks like alexis michelle oh my god she looks like alexis michelle and you know then it comes to find out that it's uh the same designer that uh alexis wears a lot so i was like oh yeah that makes sense wow yeah i mean i thought that sugar looked great i thought like i mostly like from the from the point of view of really liking sugar cane i was really happy for her that she got that kind of like feedback from rupaul you know oh yeah um oh completely. and i'm sure Christopher Palou watching that, like, you know, just, you know, exploded with sequins watching that. So I'm sure it was a high compliment to have RuPaul say this is one of my favorite things I've ever seen on this show. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It was a it was a gorgeous gown. And not to, you know, we should definitely talk about her coochie coochie because it was, I mean, she had jokes too. Like, she, I, I was, like, when she, like, put up Mazzola or whatever, uh, the, the cook mm -hmm. oil, cooking oil, I was like, where is this going? And it was just this fabulous joke. And I was so impressed. I was so impressed with her. When she had that joke about, like, people saying that she's from Cincinnati, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, you know, I understood what they were saying of that she didn't take it further. But I thought that Sugarcane did um, – a, a quintessential solid job on Snatch Game for someone who isn't going to win that week but did not embarrass themselves, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I thought this was a safe, safe, and it was high because some of the other girls didn't do as well, but um, I thought this was uh, a safe Snatch Game character. It was like somebody that you'd want in a Snatch Game, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a great choice. And I think, you know, kind of like Nina West, I think it's really smart, like, Rue loves Char Charo and yes, Rue right. loves Joanne Worley. Like, right. choose these people that Rue loves. It's like you already have one foot in the door. You know, like choosing Liza Minnelli. Like, you choose a persona that he's excited to see, mm. and then you just 
You have to make them laugh. Yeah. yeah. You just have to make them laugh. Exactly. Um, yeah, Sugar. Oh, God. I, I don't know what's going to happen to Sugar. I think she is going to go home next week. Like, there's... I don't know what they're doing with her. Like, I don't... You know what I mean, Mary? Well, it's interesting they have, you know, because everything's in there for a reason. But when they have RuPaul saying in the deliberations, you know, that sugarcane is really emerging this week, it makes you wonder what kind of narrative they're setting up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mm, That makes me nervous that you just said that. Oof. Okay. Um, Mary, I wonder if you want to kind of change gears and maybe we can return to some of these other Snatch Game characters in a bit and maybe talk about... Uh, the mini challenge? Yeah, this uh, this literary, this um, this marketing situation for RuPaul's <laughs> book. Yeah, it's like this mini challenge. Oh, you mean you mean Ru's book? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Guru? <laughs> oh, was there a challenge? <laughs> yeah, there, there was a challenge, Maria. That was your cue. That was your cue. Um, yeah. Uh, so I I like this challenge. Again, I'm I'm impressed with the mini challenges. Besides maybe last week's, um, uh, this season. And I, if if we're gonna go on like uh, and treat this mini challenge seriously, like I do not know why Plastique did not win. Yeah, Plastique. You know, she that was a great. I think between she and Nina both did this thing where they kind of like realized what flaws might kind of undo them in this competition and have like mm. become self-aware about them and have owned them right. as a way to overcome them. And so Plastique's doing it. Like she's, she's like, Oh, you're not getting personality from me. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> okay. I got this. I got this. And yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was really funny and not what I expected from her. She no is, way. Ugh, she so is surprising. Good. I it love was, when she, she I love when she turns queen. the, Yeah. Yeah. You love when she, she turns, turns the, the what? When she turns the tables, you know, oh, like she, right. you think you think that she's just going to choose like something, you know, safe, like just being pretty for a photo shoot. And it's like, I don't know. I'm impressed. Yeah, I was. It was clever. It was more clever than some of the other ones uh, that that came out. I don't know. A curious was funny. Uh, but it wasn't necessarily very clever. Uh, Sugar's was kind of funny. It wasn't necessarily clever. I thought Evie's was a I little mean, I, weird, you know? Oh, I liked Evie's. I mean, like, the that was – I love the idea of it. It looked like it was, like, an adult coloring book. It was really cool. <laughs> eat um, a baby. I just – I was like, why did you say baby? Eat a baby. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Eat uh, I liked – going back to Sugar for a second, I just <laughs> – I don't know. I, I, I think I want to isolate whenever I get a text message. I just wanted to say, um, booty food. Is that what she says? <laughs> <Yeah>. Booty food. <laughs> booty food. <laughs> booty food. Johnny's texting me again. Johnny's texting me again. Booty food. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, booty food. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. It's like, I don't really know what that book is about either. It's like, is this like a book for bottoms for like things you shouldn't eat? Is this like a book about eating ass? Like, oh, what is Mary, this book about Mary, so I got it. So this is about like how to cook so that you can have really hot sex. Like it's, yeah, it's like a book for bottoms. That's essentially. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. okay. Lots of rice. <laughs> 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 Cream of Imodium soup. But like, what is she making? <laughs> uh, just lots of yams, girl. Lots of yams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, 
man. You want to you want to be able to take a yam then eat a yam. You know what I'm saying, Mary? Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, Mary. <laughs> uh, that's the book. That's the, that's the whole book. <laughs> yeah. And then you better stay like, with that shit to your ear, girl. <laughs> And then, of course, it's just pictures of, like, sugarcane bottoming. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can get into that. It's a pop-up <laughs> book, yeah. Oh, Mary, it'll pop up, surely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'll pop up, Pull it'll pop tab. down, it'll pop up, it'll pop down, it'll pop up, it'll pop down. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, maybe, uh, I don't know, because Silky won. Did you want to mention anything about Silky? You know, when Silky was doing that, what it made me think was she had that Monique joke, and I thought she could just as e- easily have done Monique for Snatch Game and probably not changed much of the performance. Like, mm. I just feel like that thing that she, do- she did in the in the mini challenge and the thing that she's done in Snatch Game, you know, it's... I guess it's... I guess, to be honest with Silky, I think that she's very funny, and I think she's a great reality TV personality, but... There hasn't been a moment yet where I've been like, damn, this is America's Next Track Superstar. You know what I mean? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm and still, I'm so still I, kind of waiting to see the competition. I mean, I know she's won two challenges, but it's like, I don't think she should have won those two challenges. So that's why I'm kind yeah. of like, well, you know, um, uh, granted, I do think she's going to get to the top four uh, and and that'll be that. Uh, she's great TV. And RuPaul loves her. I laugh very, very hard. Uh, at the things that comes out of Silky's mouth. Like, that moment that she had with Jinx Monsoon, did you not laugh? Oh, of course. Like, it's it's not that she's not funny. Like, she, I mean, she was very entertaining in Snatch Game, and she was really funny with Jinx, and um, she was really funny in the mini challenge. I think, I think that she and Vanjie kind of have the same thing going, where they're both... The thing that Ross was saying about Vanjie and how she kind of just... She shows up and she does her Vanjie thing and it's really funny and that's kind of her her shtick and like Michelle kind of had that eye roll. I right. think that Silky is doing the exact same thing, but Silky's getting away with it. Mm, she's getting away with murder. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's not plastic. How to get away Silky. with murder? Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, Silky. To me, I'm I'm happy that she's there and I think. You know, that moment in the workroom when Silky was like, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm pissed off uh, was very telling. And maybe it was all editing, but it was very telling. It's like without Silky kind of like rallying up these girls, people are twiddling their thumbs and playing safe in the workroom. Yeah, listen, for the reality TV portion of Drag Race, Silky is killing it. Yeah. Like she really is. Happy and to have that's- her. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not an unimportant thing. Like that that makes a big difference to how much people I think look back on a season and say that they enjoyed it or not, you know. Right, right. Yeah, there's so many moments uh that Silky creates that I think are polarizing, uh which again is good mm-hmm. TV, good TV. Um yeah, there's a, there's a lot of um drama in this episode uh that kind of starts to wrap up. Um and I guess it's uh you know, Evie versus Silky and uh, Vanjie, right? Um, and there's that whole thing in the workroom with uh, when, when basically after Snatch Game, Evie apologizes to Silky. 
Right. I, yeah, I kind of called this like Evie at the family reunion. You know, like I think <clears throat> she's kind of like the one, you know, she's the black sheep who's who's moved away and lives in the big city and she's come back and she's, you know, and, and Brooklyn, of course, is mom. Can we all just get along? Can I right. just have one nice dinner with all my kids? The, yeah, and, and yeah, she's still fighting with her younger sister, Vanjie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, little sister Vanjie is just like, no, I got something to say, you know, and... <laughs> It's and so like it just becomes yeah it's like I feel like it's like Chekhov's the three sisters but it's like Silky <laughs> Vanjie and Evie yeah it's a uh, Drag Race Osage County you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> July through September Simi Valley <laughs> oh God yeah no I um. Well, oh, just before we move on and talk about Evie, um, speaking of little sister Vanjie, I don't know if you clocked this in Untucked, but that moment when Evie is talking to Nina or Nina's basically interviewing Evie for the producers outside um, in front of that right. like, ugly ass, what was that, <laughs> paisley backdrop that they put up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, paisley backdrop. <laughs> Orange, you're glad it's not Paisley. Um, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no. Michelle, no, with the no. finger. Yeah, with the finger. Yeah, all that Paisley. Um, um, so, no, but there this, there's this moment, this brilliant moment where where Vanjie kind of just like appears <gasps> in the tries to like shuffle out of the shot and she's like oh oh i'm not supposed to be here oh sorry i got lost <laughs> i was looking for the bathroom it was and she's oh and like she's oh and she's lip syncing along to the words and you're like vanjie are you you're not in this scene honey honey it's like she's like in a school pageant it's like honey you're not in this one you need to go sit down this is the third graders only this is just 3b it's just Mrs. McClellan's class. So you need to go sit down, Vanjie. <laughs> and she's just standing there fiddling with her fingers. <laughs> Pat, could you come get her? Yeah, you call, you call go towards the stairs, honey. <laughs> All right, come on. Where's your buddy? <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, I can't. Yeah, no, she's literally, she's literally like standing in that shot like... Like she's she's the kid that's trying to join the conversation, and then yeah. <laughs> yeah but do you so but do you guys like Pokemon? Um, I mean, so do, I hey, do you guys like? Do you, do you want to come play? Do you want to come to my house? Can I, do, do you guys want to? Um, okay. Oh uh, yeah. Do, no, no. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, anyway. The, the 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 analogy you made of the kid walking into the wrong classroom. <laughs> And then just sitting at an empty desk because they're too afraid to walk out. Maybe no one will notice. Oh, let me tell you, as it, you know, taught for many years, and that has happened. That happens every single year uh, in the month of September. Every single year in the month of September, there's a poor little sixth grader or ninth grader, depending on which school I was in, um, that comes in and it literally like turns deep purple and like leaves the room and all the kids laugh. And oh, it's Terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's, terrible. it's 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 truly a walk of shame. It's just like you just hear the chair sliding against the floor, and then having to like get your backpack, drop your pencil case. Yeah, 
that was a great tangy, if you know what I'm saying, Mary. That um, was a definitely a tangy. Yeah, yeah a tangy. that was a tangy. <laughs> <laughs> tangy. Um, but speaking of tangy, um, I and Evie, she, I, I kind of was impressed with Vanjie. Not, I, I know that this is produced television, right? Like I understand that this is produced television and that they might have made up off camera, but now we get to see Vanjie going, Evie. Come over here. Oh, if oh. you get a minute, you know, like there's that whole like yeah. dialogue that was written for them. Um, not that it was written for them, but, you know, that they just said. Um, but yeah. So but she does say she's like, we're grown ass adults and we don't need to be yelling and acting around like that. Like I I kind of appreciate that where it's like, OK, yeah, like keep your cool. Keep your cool. Like, why not? Why not just keep your cool and yeah. have a conversation with somebody? Yeah. It made me think that it was like there's Vanjie and then there's Vanessa. Oh, you know? I love I love when we can distinguish those. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. Vanjie and then like it's kind of like there's Valerie Cherish and then there's Val, you right. know? Right. And and in those moments and we kind of see it when we see Vanjie with Brooke where we just see her being Vanessa. You know, she's just being Vanessa. She just- <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and you know, Evie, I, I don't know. I understand Evie's kind of plight here, right? Right? Like she feels like the villain, um, and the way that I'm kind of construing it is, she feels like she feels like the villain because she doesn't know how to serve hot tea any other way but scalding and straight up. And yeah. as as you and I have talked about ad nauseum, like we have to consider how people like their tea. But if we want to be heard, like if we want to sit down and have a conversation over tea, uh, you know, they, it has to be served to them the way that they want it. If you're the one serving it. And I think, I, yeah. I, and I think with Evie, you know, Evie and Vanjie can probably come to that realization and maybe Silky can too. But the thing with Silky and I kind of respect Silky for this. And I know nobody in the bar agreed with me, but I don't know. Silky definitely doesn't need to accept that apology. She doesn't. She doesn't need to. She doesn't need to feel okay with the names that she was called by Evie. Like she doesn't need to feel okay right away. Right. I mean, I think it's you know, at first certainly, and then I I think when after Snatch Game, when Evie is kind of trying to clear the air and be like, listen, I to kind of not only say you know I was wrong, but you like proved that I was wrong today, and I shouldn't have said that, and that was you know. I shouldn't have said that. And like Silky doesn't have to accept that, but at a certain point it's like, okay, well the ball's in your court, Silky. And at a certain point, like at a certain point you're, you're holding a ridiculous grudge. Right. You know, it's like, like at a certain, like I respect your right to feel your feelings, but at a certain point I'm like, "Mm," like it sometimes, sometimes children, you know, will feel a certain way. And it's like, okay, well, I appreciate that you feel that way, but that's not real. So someone needs to tell you that. Adults too, adults too, right? Like not just children. Exactly. And I, you know, so, and I think if Evie is going to have an even bigger story arc on the show, and if the fans are going to start to like get on board with Silky, or at least fans that aren't on board with Silky because of the reality show part, I do think that we need to see some vulnerability from Silky. Like I'm waiting to see that. And I, we saw her cry this episode, but like it was over Akira. So I, I, I think that's what Evie needs here uh, and kind of what they might be setting up and why they're showing us that, you know, Silky is wary of Brooke and Silky is going to be silent in the workroom and she's upset and she still wins. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't know if it's going to change overnight, but because uh, it doesn't sound like it does from the clip for next week, but um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I am hopeful. Well, I am hopeful. 
on this note of like queens showing vulnerability, I you know, which is obviously such a key, right? Thinking about the top eight, I like if we go through all the queens, I think Silky might be the only one we haven't had a you know trade market vulnerable or tender moment. From. Right, right. You know, if we go through it, obviously Nina shared her story. Mm. We we'll get to Akuria, we, yeah. but we've seen a lot from Akuria. Um, Brooklyn Heights certainly this week I think was a very vulnerable Brooklyn. Vanjie broke down. Uh, Plastique, Plastique Tiara obviously. Ugh. Plastique. Um, Sugar got the message from her boyfriend and mm-hmm. she broke down. Yeah. Uh, who, Evie. Who Evie has Evie as her this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there might be someone else that I'm forgetting who was probably very vulnerable. Um, I but think that's, I, I think but that's I, eight, I, Mary. Right. Did I get everybody? Okay, great. Then I guess I just have less fingers than I thought I did. Um, <laughs> so, well, you know, spoils a war. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Who needs 10 when you can have nine? Who needs 10? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I did enough pointing earlier, you know? So. <laughs> eight is great, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 listen, eight is great, you know? I got thumbs <laughs> and I know how to use them, you know? It's okay. I got towels. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Showgirls and showgirls. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I I think that there's something about that, that this is a queen that RuPaul has more than once called out. This kid's got star quality. This one's a star. Right. But this is, I think, the only one who we really haven't seen, you know, the that human side of other than, like, her being – you know, fun and lovable and, you know, the life of the party. But, like, that's not vulnerable. You know, that uh, – Yeah. I had – like, I don't – I don't know. Like, that doesn't really tell me who Silky is. But the season's not over, obviously. Yeah. No, I, I the season's not over. I'm hoping that we get, you know, the back end, if you will. Uh, the back nine, um, if, if we're, yeah. we're going to go on numbers and, uh, nine inches, if you will. Um, I, I, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, there's 22 inches. <laughs> why, why hold back? You know, I make think room. I, uh, do you want to talk about snatch game? Yeah. Let's talk about, <clears throat> let's talk about, uh, let's talk about who is on the panel this week and we'll kind of give our thoughts on, on who showed up, who we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's worth talking about Tiffany Haddish just because uh, it was funny, um, and I thought Monique did it better. <laughs> yeah, the, I think the only thing that was like an upgrade, I think that Akira did that whole Rupon yeah, thing, and right. I thought that was very clever. And she had that moment; she's like, "Cause you know, we can't say the other thing," <laughs> and that was like Rue loves that shit. Like Rue loves that kind of interaction, especially when she's using Rue's name in a joke. Mm-hmm. Like it was. <laughs> It was very smart game playing, but otherwise, I would say it was a fully safe performance. Yeah, um, I I guess I want to talk about uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, there were no jokes, right? Like it was this. I thought was more awkward than Celine Dion, to be honest. Like when she did the, yeah. the color purple joke and the devil's lettuce is actually God's gift thing. I was like, uh, what? Wh- yeah, wh- how was it? Was it? Where where was this? What was this? Right, like, and why is why is this Whoopi Goldberg like living out of a shopping cart in a <laughs> public park somewhere? Like, she's on the view. She's she's doing just fine. I, I, it was just so strange. Like, I, I think that the impersonation that Evie chose was so. 
like the story that she was telling was this whoopee was this disenchanted frustrated you know uh at the end of a rope whoopee gold right that isn't real and is such a huge detour from all of the good stuff oh that she could have done as Whoopi. There's so you know? much. There is so much Whoopi material. Because sister she, Act. Yeah, sister Act. And you have Ghost. And you have uh, all of anything from The View, sure. Uh, you have Jumpin' Jack Flash. Uh, I don't know. There's uh, countless more things. And I... Rat race, for God's <laughs> sake. I'm the squirrel. Rat race. <laughs> you should have bought a squirrel. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised that it, it went to this pot smoking jaded queen and, you know, I don't know, she got EGOT and she's, she was, she actually was recently in a movie. I think it probably came out after they filmed this, but she was in a movie with Tiffany Haddish. Did you see Nobody's oh. Fool? Did you see it? Um, I you know what? It's funny. I actually think I did see like the first half hour of that on a plane, but I was like very delirious. And oh, I was like, okay. I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, it was just like a thing in front of me. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's one of those movies that's very funny and is like a rom-com. It's just like a rom-com. Yeah. Um, and, it's you know, easy. Yeah. yeah. Neve from Catfish is in it. Like it's it's one of those. And, you know, obviously it's. It's a vehicle for Tiffany Haddish, right? Like she is this right. this comedy queen. Anyway, Whoopi Goldberg plays the mom in that, and she's hilarious. Oh, I think I did see that where she like gets the job at the coffee shop with the hot guy. Yes, yes, with the hot guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I did watch some of that on the plane, and I was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah, Mary, you should have kept watching because there's some sex scenes that happen later. So. I will be back. Yeah, I will be on JetBlue in a couple of months, and I'll finish what I started. <laughs> to, to quote Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, do you want to talk about Celine Dion? Um, not in particularly, except I feel like, have I shown you, I'm, and I know there's Marys out there who have seen this, but maybe we've talked about this, but there is, you may have talked about the documentary of Celine Dion that has her kind of like, all the wackadoo stuff Me. she does yes. where she's yes. who let the dogs yeah. out. Yes. Yes. Who let the dogs out yes. and, uh, <laughs> and all the do, 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 do. And then there's an edit on YouTube that this guy did that this guy, Rich Juzwiak did, um, who used to write for Gawker, uh, of like all of like the best cuts. And it's like, I think it's called, Celine Dion is better than you and me or something like that. I saw it. Yeah, but it I basically, it. yeah, yeah, it isolates all of those moments and edits together kind of Lee Dawson style. And I just felt like that was your cheat sheet on how to do Celine in Snatch Game. Right. Right. I I and I don't yeah. I don't think Brooke is confident enough to know how to improvise. I think that was yeah. her weakness is improvising. Cause you know what? I gotta tell you, you gotta give it to her. She looked like Celine. I guess so. I don't know if I really saw it. I um, saw it. I thought I it was, was good makeup. Oh, I yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't st totally seeing any of this. I definitely agreed with Michelle, confused real estate agent in Toronto. <laughs> but I just I love these like arbitrary Canadian women, you know that you know what I mean. Like I just I love that idea that oh you're not Celine Dion, you're just this Canadian real estate agent. Right. I, I'm interested in who that woman is. You know. <laughs> yeah, she should have um, leaned into that. Maybe you know I will say RuPaul. So basically. Celine wasn't doing well. And so RuPaul decides to like 
help her out a little bit, I guess. And so they show show that question. Is there one song that you love the most? And that's a really hard question to kind of make funny, right? Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was a hard question. Basically, she, you know, she flubs it and is like, oh, the music and the passion. I, the only one I could think of is to say all by myself because I'd rather be away from all these basic bitches. Like, that's the only kind of place I would go. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that there was anything other than a sincere answer. Um, I would have <laughs> right. liked to see her at some point. I don't know if you know the Celine Dion quote of, of uh, take a kayak. Do you know that? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, it's so dark. But I think she's talking, she's on like CNN or something and she's talking about like, hurricane katrina or something and about like what people can do to help and she's getting very emotional and she's like you know you gotta get out there take a kayak and like go out there and like go find people but it's just it's it's celine being like wait she says take it like a tire like take a kayak you know like a a boat oh my god but in that in that celine i mean i'm not i'm doing a i'm doing a brooklyn this is my brooklyn heights is celine dion it's like a scottish accent yeah yeah, yeah. I, I got as far as like Michigan before I got, you know, I missed the Canadian border by about, you know, 50 miles. So oh. I'm more Saginaw, you know. <laughs> oh, Sagnasty. Oh, we used to call it in college. Sag-nasty. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, I, oh man. Yeah, I mean, well, and more on Brooke later because damn Brooke. Um, yeah. Damn Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now this is a question. I think we've probably talked about this before, but has a queen ever, a queen who's won Drag Race bombed Snatch Game? Has a queen who's ever won Snatch? uh, Wait, Uh, wait, one queen who went on to win the season, did she bomb Snatch Game? No. Or did she, you know what I mean? No. A winner has never bombed Snatch Game. No. Except, except for Tyra. Except, except for Tyra and Trixie, if you count All-Stars. But otherwise, oh, that's every true. winner has not bombed. They might have like been safe or towards the bottom. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think that's ever happened. If you go through the winners, you have Sasha, Aquaria, Bob, uh, Violet, Bianca, Jinx, Sharon, um, Raja, and... Uh, yeah, and, that's it. And Tyra. And Tyra, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. A Juju B is close. She didn't have to lip sync, but she was, you know, towards the bottom. But she made a top three. But yeah, a no, no winner has ever bombed. Yeah, um, you know the thing about Juju B that I'll always give it to her, and I think they gave her this. They this was one of the notes they gave her in the in the deliberations was she added this like line on her neck that was oh, at some yeah. sort of I don't know yeah. whatever it was. But they're like, oh, that nuance. Yeah. That's the difference. And I was like, <laughs> right. yeah. The nuance details. matters. Yes, details yeah, matter. The details. In the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the details. In the details. details. It's a great podcast. Yes, yeah. details. In the details. Um, oh, yeah, it's in the details. Uh, I don't have anything else uh, to say about Snatch Game, uh, except that I thought Tony Hale and Clay Duvall were lovely. Um, yeah, I would love to just take a moment of appreciation. I mean, I really love Clay Duvall. I, you know, I just love that schoolboy lesbian look. I just love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's, 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 nailing it good people if that was yeah i just i like her i like her energy a lot um and tony hale you know i I listen to what's the tea and rupaul talks about how sexy he thinks tony hale is and when you see tony hale in this environment and like he's existing and it's not just visual but it's like you know 
animatronic. Um, I totally see what RuPaul's talking yeah, about. You yeah, know what I mean? He is sexy. I I can't say that I find him attractive as the characters that he plays. Like, no, you know? no, not at all. But like Tony Hale as a guest on Drag Race, I was like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, absolutely. I would. I might even sleep over, you know? Oh, I would totally sleep over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he would insist on it, you know? If we're going to talk about some hot guys on Drag Race right now, I would like to just point out this is the hottest outfit Andrew Levitt has worn on Drag Race when they're coming in to the workroom after Snatch Game. He has this, like dark blue polo on and these cute little tight little khaki shorts and i'm just like i married william like i i just want i i i think he is so attractive (laughs) yeah you just you are ready to you're ready to go west young man yeah Um, preppy sexy yeah it's 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 certainly a look i get it i appreciate it but that's like that's another person who maybe if i just this is gonna sound shady but maybe if I just saw like a picture of Nina, I might not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting all of what's sexy about Nina. You know what I mean? Like it's Nina's energy. It's like his energy. It's the way he talks. It's the way he interacts with definitely. people. Like all of that definitely, definitely completes why. Like it fills in why he's sexy. Yes, and um, and then it just like in, this is a good mm-hmm. look for him. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and he dresses well for the body. Yeah, I hear you. I think that's a big factor. Is like it's like Evie oddly. It's like it's the way that Evie talks and laughs. I'm like, well. Right. Normally, I like a little meat on the bone, right. but like, Same. you're gonna laugh at me like that, then yeah. you can put as much meat on this bone as you want, you know? <laughs> What's the story, Wishbone? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> arf, arf. <laughs> woof, woof. Woof, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, we just needed to kind of, uh, you know, be vulgar for a second. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I had to wring the towel out. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know what I meant by that, if I'm being honest. Oh, God. <laughs> Ring the towel out. Okay. Um, so uh, let's talk about the run, run, runway. Uh, maybe we'll call this segment, uh, what makes you think I know anything about fashion? Or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I always uh, get the fucking quote right. What makes you, don't, what makes you think I don't have an interest in fashion? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be appropriate. What makes, you think I own it? What, makes you think I, what makes you think I have any interest in fashion? <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. RuPaul, RuPaul is showing leg on the runway again. I do love when RuPaul decides to show the legs. And I feel like this looks like an old outfit I've seen RuPaul right? in as well. Remember, like the does, have you seen this print before? Yes, right. Yes, this looked familiar. Right, I was like, is this on another queen or was this on RuPaul? So. Yeah. I feel like a younger RuPaul, maybe. I don't know. Mary's help us out. Where have we seen either this look or? Some iteration of this look before. Um, I I just have to say, Ross Matthews spoke to me deeply uh, in this little bit he had with RuPaul when she was like, I hear you can do impressions. You can do Sylvester Stallone. And he goes, yoo-hoo, Adrienne. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and he does uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it got me thinking of all of like the butch quotes that I do in a gay voice. So, mm-hmm. so if... If you don't mind, I don't know if you have any, but I'll do maybe a couple and you can think of some. But mine are... We'll see what happens. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. That's literally the one I just thought of. I was like, well, maybe I'll use that one. (laughs) Damn it. Um, Okay, so here's another one. Here's another one. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you, 
You, you, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> you were sitting in air conditioning. Um, <laughs> and where were you? <laughs> um, okay, the next one is um, Stella. <laughs> Stella. Yes. Stella. Stella. Ned, Ned Stella. 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 <laughs> um, I have another one. Um, I wish I could quit you. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> and then, I wish I knew how to quit you. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I wish I knew No how to one quit knows you. we're gay. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. Ugh, we have to keep this a secret. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Shelly Williams will never find out. <laughs> she has like no idea, like whatsoever. Um and then It's like so stupid. <laughs> And then the last one I have is, uh, to quote the Honeymooners, Ugh, to the moon, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Wilma. (laughs) Yabba dabba do. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Um, Back to the runway. Back to fashion. Things we don't know anything about. Um, I, you know, I can't say enough nice things about Nina's Paul Requeer look. I, it was... I thought it was so well tailored and put together and fabulous. Yeah, and and still campy. Like she doesn't have to abandon the camp because like this is a fashion show. And I think like I like that Ross said like that makes you stand out. Right. And I think that's important. That, like you're you don't need to adapt to a certain aesthetic that people are expecting on Drag Race. And the aesthetic that you're doing is not exclusive of being well fitting and flattering and you know fashionable in its own way right um yeah I, I just thought that like she really like i think what was also important and kind of the the smart game playing that nina's doing is she fully took all of the notes they gave her and applied them Ugh. and i think they love seeing that you know yeah, and yet she still doesn't win like it it's obvious you know there's this producer edit storyline thing going on which you know we sign on to as we watch the show we have to understand it's a reality show like that's all it is it's not serious nina's going to be fine like she's going to make as much money as the winner of Drag Race, you know, so it's it's fun. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's I, I think we need to just talk about the pink sequins in the workroom uh, or on the runway here. Um, Brooklyn Heights. Oh yeah, this was um, yeah. This she came out and it was you know it. it, it it was Gilly, and then, <laughs> and then she's like, "Sorry, not sorry." <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, the bitch turned it. Yeah, you, you know? gotta give it to her, Biella. You gotta give it to her. The you gotta give it to her, Biella. The bitch turned it. I have literally, to, she turned. I have to say, when RuPaul in the deliberation about this, like, first of all, they were like gagging. They didn't even come up with puns. Like, that's how badly yeah. they were gagging. And they were like, oh, my God. Um, but yeah. when RuPaul says in the deliberation that she's Nomi Malone in two- 2019, I was like, wait a second. Wait a minute. And Whoa. as as a huge Showgirls fan, uh, first of all, Nomi Malone would be a great Snatch Game character. And maybe Brooke should have picked Nomi Malone. But um, I went, you know, to the Internet and downloaded... Brooke walking down the runway and I put it to 319 
uh, by Prince, which is the song that uh, is playing when Nomi does her first striptease dance in Showgirls. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it fit perfectly. I didn't have to adjust anything. It fit perfectly with her runway to the point where the horns in that song, they go, bum, bum. they fit her hair flip. So I don't know wow. what was going on. Like even when she's like, you know, doing that move with her, with the legs and the arm, like kind of going up and down backwards on the runway, like that fit with the beat. Like it was, I was like, okay, so this is Nomi Malone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, is that something you like created that you can post on Twitter or were I, you just like did, lying it I, up while I, watching it? I did post it on Twitter. Yes. Oh, you did. Oh, I've been I've been offline all weekend, so I didn't oh. even know. Oh, well, um, well, great. Well, maybe you can, uh, yeah. you know, check it out when you when you whenever you find the time, Mary. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a like or something. <laughs> you know, I am. I, yeah, I we'll you see. know I know that you're not supposed to like tag queens um, when you when you post on Twitter because you know they don't care. But uh, so I tagged Brooklyn though because I was like, this is great. Like it totally fit the song. Um, so I hope she sees it. She certainly doesn't have to like it, but um, I hope that she at least gets to see it because it was like spot on with the song. And I just really appreciated the serendipity. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I can't wait to check it out. And um, <laughs> that's all right. Mary on Twitter. Um, ever heard of it? And um, yeah, I think that what Brooke did on this runway between the runway and then the lip sync was I think what Brooke did was like, well, I I totally fucked up Snatch Game. I I basically have to if that was a zero, I have to make up for it in every other way. Right. And I can't just get a hundred. She's basically doing I can't just get a hundred on the next quiz. I need to do the extra credit. So she did a, right. she did a reveal in her runway as along with like like turns and drops and and all of the sluttiness that RuPaul loves, hair flips. Yeah. She did that all. And then in the lip sync, you know, also went above and beyond. So Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of felt like I also think and I totally empathized with her this week, and I think with any of the queens who fail Snatch Game, because that is so embarrassing. Right. That's I mean, that right. is so vulnerable it's to hard. fuck up Snatch Game. Yeah. And I I really like I felt for her. I totally understood what that must be like to to get in your head of like and then to also feel like if you fail, like she says this, I think maybe an untucked like failing means like it, it's some reflection of how good enough she is and that she's, you know, that she's failed other people. Mm. And I think to do that on like a national, international level, that's really hard. And I have a lot of sympathy for that. But I think as as low as that must have felt. I mean, you got to give it to her and Evie Oddly, that fucking lip sync. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because we... I, I wanna... I'm not trying to jump the boom boom gun. Oh. I'm just trying to say... Yes, yes. That lip sync. Yes. No, they... they... We'll get to it. Yes, we will yeah. get to it. I, I want to talk about the bottom three. Because to be honest with you, it was as if the runway didn't matter this week. It was all snatch yeah. game. It was all snatch game. And I and I get it's like some rigor morris, to be perfectly honest. I know it's not rigor morris. It's how Alyssa Edwards pronounces it. So just yes. for the queens that I don't know, Marys have clocked us. Um <clears throat> it's yeah, it's Alyssa Edwards. Um Rigor Morris. Um I Vanjie should have been in the bottom with Evie because Vanjie's yeah. Vanjie was bad in snatch game and the runway was you know, doing the opposite of what the judges have been wanting. And Brooke 
while her snatch game was terrible, um, she fucking turned it on the runway. So for me, that's like, okay, all right, you can stay. Vanjie, you go in the bottom. But they needed a Vanjie Brooke lip sync because, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, what I was going to say is, you know, they had the opportunity to do a Vanjie Brooke, do a Brangie lip sync this week. And, and I mean, Vanjie was out and out spared this week. Right. She was totally spared. I, I don't spared. understand because I felt like she was – it was cardinal sins. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was not taking notes. Like what she did this week is what sent Max home in season seven. Yes. A fabulous analogy because she didn't take the advice to, to do LaToya Jackson – and she didn't mm-hmm. take any of the, the the outfit, the runway outfit uh, advice. So it's like, yeah, girl, what are you still doing here, Jeff? Like, I, I'm I'm right. so confused. Um, so it was yeah. it was surprising to see Evie uh, in the bottom versus Brooke. Uh, but granted, we got this lip sync. So yeah, we got this lip sync. This is right I up think... there. This is right up there with Roxy and Alyssa. And yep. uh, Dita Ritz and the princess like this is now in the canon, right? Yeah, this is one of those lip syncs that like every time is going to be like a joy to watch. Like I think of Peppermint versus Cynthia in music by Madonna, mm. like mostly Peppermint. Right. Like I just I could watch that over and over because she Peppermint is just a joy to watch. And uh, yeah, Alyssa and Tatiana and Shut Up and Drive. I like lip syncs yes. that you just love to go back and experience again. Right, that one you know, one great. of the ones, yeah. one that I think has gotten lost in the mix, but I would uh, totally go back and, and, you know, get my life to again was jump to it with Monet and uh, Manila in All Stars 4. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That one was good. It didn't have, the, the thing is, to be honest with you, the lip sync can be fabulous. And I think that's a great example. Manila and Monet doing that lip sync was fabulous, but it doesn't have the same energy that I whip my hair back and forth or shut up and drive or sorry, not sorry have. Cause those songs, like you also just fucking love and there's energy and like, you know, it, it strikes that chord in you. And so it's, it's all happening at once. And so it's, it's, it's like a good visual. I think that like the the jump to it is like it's it's like a precision lip sync. It's mm-hmm. like they nail the entire song. It, I would say that the jump to it is kind of like Glenn Close in The Wife. It's like a solid seven. Yeah, and then I these, mean Manila didn't really nail like, every word. I mean that's the. I mean if I'm gonna be picky, Mary Manila didn't nail well, every phrase. I don't remember that, and I'm and I'm <laughs> you know I'm mostly concerned about Monet anyway. Yes, I didn't know Manila was in that lip sync. Yes. Um, let let me be clear. I know Manila won as well. I think that week, but um, yeah, yeah, Monet <laughs> like Monet displayed why she won that season with that lip sync. Um, but yeah, I think that like these other ones, yeah, these are like the, the Roxy and Alyssa, the Alyssa and Tati, the, you know, Brooke and Vanjie, like these are the ones where like something happens where RuPaul's like hand is forced. You know what I mean? Right. Um, where it's like, oh, I can't not save you both, you know? Right. I and- mean, granted, I don't think, I don't think there was any world where she was going to eliminate it, eliminate them, Mary. I, I don't. Oh, those, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, these are two front runners. Like, this is a perfect opportunity to have the – I mean, we talked about this, I think, last week, that a queen was going to come back or there was going to be a save at some point, and it was mm. coming soon. So, like, this is built in, and this is – I mean, they had the option. Yeah. They could have done – they could have easily done the Brooke and Vanjie lip sync and sent Vanjie home. Yeah. 
Yeah, they could have done it then. Absolutely. But they chose so that to do they it. made the choice of what yeah. they wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. You know, there's more lovey dovey in the workroom. You get more Vanji. Um I I so I I kind of went through and did a deep dive on this lip sync because I think it deserves it, uh, with some of the details that came out and why this lip sync is so iconic. Um, Evie, Evie starts out kind of winning this lip sync, right? Because Brooke in the beginning is yeah. kind of doing her best like stripper dip and sway and hair flips. And Evie is like really going into the words and she has these like claws out for revenge. And then um, she does the wait a minute thing where like she, she goes, wait a minute. And she kind of changes her face mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she does that like slow walk with a body pump. Uh, and she fixes her hair a little bit and it's like, okay, okay. So she's winning and Brooke's like still doing hair flips. And then, right. Um, then you see Evie do, um, uh, she comes up from like this squat and gyrating her hips. Uh, I don't know if, if I'm describing it correctly, but she's like kind of coming up from a squat while gyrating her, her hips. It's on the words, how bad it must hurt. Um, and, and it's like, okay, so Evie is killing this and you're like worried for Brooke, for Brooke. And then when the bridge starts, payback is a bad chick, that whole part, Brooke. Oh, and then Brooke like shows up. Holy fuck. It, it, she just like does a move like on every 16th note and it's like, holy fuck. It it reminded me of... (laughs) like valentina spinning uh it was just like whoa oh, yeah whoa whoa here's hurricane brooke um and then evie, yeah evie starts spraying her hair and ruining the ozone like a badass bitch and then throws it off the stage before doing and i just have to say yes i, I just want to say before the energy like there's it's like a, a nuance of the kind of like facial energy she has before she tosses it it's this very nonchalant like right oh, well and then taught that I just want to mention there's because there's so many big moments and moves that happen after this moment, but it's those little ones yes. that make this a good lip sync. Is that it's not all big moments. Well, you know? she's not nervous. She's completely present and like performing to be able to do the little ones and the big ones. Because the reason why I think that little nuance that you're talking about of like that little face she makes before throwing things, because right after that she does a front walk over and reveals the braids. And it's yeah. like, it's like, holy, she knew she was going to do that the whole time. <laughs> right. Right. Like she knew that was coming. I think, I mean, that was the big thing is like Evie did not feel nervous at all. And it goes right. with the song really well. Whereas, you know, Brooke is working her ass off. And it's two very different approaches, you know? She is. And, you know, not, not for nothing, Brooke kind of went back down for me because she does another spin and then down into the back bend on the floor, which she already did on the runway. So it kind of reminded me of like the Cameron Michaels thing where like, oh, she does the front split and then, you know, it's like similar moves. It's like, okay, Brooke, like, okay, that's one of your moves. It's like one of the right. one of the TKOs in Mortal Kombat or whatever, uh, the finish hymns. Um, right. Finish that's her. her finish her. Yeah, that's her finish yeah. her. Um, and then on the, the line, the tables have turned, Evie does that like body break and goes sideways and makes that uh-huh. face and i'm like girl mm-hmm. girl uh then and evie's still killing it she does payback is a bad chick the next bridge evie starts doing the walk with the vogue hands oh I, that oh I, uh, that's when i started throwing dollars yes, i was like fine fine we were fine we were dying and then of course we get the chorus again baby i'm sorry evie does a split brooke does the cartwheel 
And then Evie does the upside down pose with the legs and Brooke does it behind her. Uh, oh my God. And that's it was when, so yes, yes. That's good. when the back bends like Naomi Smalls, on, except they're on the floor using their head. That's when that hole starts. And we get, oh, I'm so happy we got this. RuPaul says, what? And gives us the <sighs> mouth. <laughs> oh, RuPaul. Oh, when RuPaul does the what? It's so like, it's so like mom walking into the family room in the basement being like, what have you guys done? What is this? What? Is this for me? <laughs> it's like a huge edible arrangement, you know? And she's like horrified and excited at the same time. What is this? It's like, who yeah, for yeah, this? yeah. The kids, the kids cooked dinner yeah. and they made a mess of the kitchen. Yeah. But it yeah, like, they was made a mess, gorgeous but... meal. <laughs> right. What is this? Well, yeah, she's afraid to look in the kitchen. Oh. Oh, uh, so anyway, uh. so Brooke then does the upside down, like, slow split. This is when Brooke, like, starts to kind of win because Evie then copies it, does it too. Um, and then Brooke does the bouncing split and checks her nails. Do you remember that part? Oh, yes, yes, of oh, course. Of God, course. and that's when RuPaul begins to point like she's at the circus. Like, oh, look at that. The pointing. Oh, <laughs> and it's like points to the left and then with her other hand points to the right. Like, I like I love that. I love that idea of like I have to point at it. <laughs> I mean, I love it so much I have to point at it. You know? <laughs> I totally know what that feels me like. Too, I love me, too, so, I, me too, me too. Oh, my God. I oh have to God. point at the screen when I love something. <laughs> Same, same. I, I point at queens when I'm watching them perform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, Mary. Um, so I'm basically doing that thing on Twitter of this. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> this, this. <laughs> I'm doing a live, a real life this. Uh, so uh, anyway, to end it, Evie gets to her feet from that upside down position, um, kind of echoing how she like hurt her ankle in the first place, but she like does it. Yeah. And Brooke does some sort of like split hair tossed, and then we get a death drop from Evie. And they're still killing it with the mouth and the face, like the whole time, the whole time. There and, was what yeah. the whole time. There was one moment I don't remember when it was, but Brooke, because it was like where I was like, I'm, I'm maybe loving Evie more, but I'm seeing moments where I like Brooke, and then Brooke, I can't remember what it was, but it's somewhere where she's like walking backwards and like she's like giving lots of mouth and face, and I was yeah, like, there, I know there what you're you go, about. Brooke. Yeah, I know what you're don't talking just about. do moves, and it was just like, oh yeah, like. At the end of the day, I, mean, I, I couldn't yeah. argue with it. Yeah, you know? no, I was it happy was... they were both saved. There's no question. Like, there's no question they had to both be saved. Yeah, I I loved it. I mean, it was this was I get you know what I would say that this is kind of like for people who are not watching Drag Race Thailand, this is the entertainment level that Drag Race mm -hmm. Thailand is regularly yeah. providing. Yes, regularly. Yeah, every episode for sure. Like, it may not be. The, this exact kind of acrobatics, but like the heights, the Brooklyn Heights of ecstasy that you're getting <laughs> watching this lip sync. Drag Race Thailand is doing that, yeah. you know, with with uh, one hand behind its back. Like it's just it's so effortless. It's so effortless on Drag Race Thailand, and maybe that's because they're editing it to show it that way. And maybe it's effortless here, but they're editing it so that we see struggle. I don't know. Um, obviously, I love struggle and success, so uh, maybe that has something to do with it. But, um, Mary, I think we need to move on to uh, maybe our final segment, the Best Supporting Actress segment, because I am so excited to talk oh. about this. There need to be no nominations. There was only one winner, correct? That's that's what, yeah, I, it's like, I, I, much like last week, I, I couldn't nominate anyone else because there was just a clear winner. I, 
Akira C E got Davenport. Akira C got. Akira C got Davenport. Caw caw. Birds on the runway. Um, yeah. yeah, birds on the runway. Yeah. Um, she got a call, call for her mom and her grandma. But she, sorry, that's so stupid. Um, she got a call, call, uh, a call, call. But that reaction, and one of our Marys tweeted us like, "This has to be the best supporting actress. Uh, you know, the best nuance of the week." And I couldn't agree yeah, more. Yeah, same, same. That re- that reaction, uh, like every time I watched it, it I I just tears. I just oh it was God. just like. I just couldn't like it was so beautiful and so like amazing and like that arc of laughing and then hopping away and then yes. crying and yes. then falling to her knees. Yes, yes, it was yes. All and and it. I just understood like oh my god, there's your mom and your grandma in uh, drag like yes. and you're just like uh, I was just like I was so I just loved that. Oh, I just love that moment so fucking much. I you uh, know it, I love that Securia. moment because I love that moment because they. They, they, hi, Gregory. Hi, Greg. Uh-huh. And you, you, then you're like, oh, it's Greg. It's Greg under all that makeup, you know? And it's like, oh, it's, yeah. li- it's little Gregory. And then they do the little heart thing, Colin, when they're like, oh, is uh-huh. this how, is this how you do it? Is, oh, I think we, right. And I, and, oh, God. Oh, that moment. And yeah, no, just the, the laughing of like, ah, ah, and then into tears. Uh. Oh, into like guttural sobs onto the floor. I mean, this is what this is what I put my lashes on for this morning was to watch that (laughs) moment. Totally, totally. you know, it it gives more purpose to Untucked. I don't want to hear Evie and Vanjie screaming at each other. I want to see these queens that are tired and giving everything they have. You know, Mm -hmm. have these reactions to people that love them. Right, and really learning, like, what's your why? You know, yeah. like, Akira, yeah, why, are you, why? why are yeah. you really here? Yeah. You know, and, like, we, we got, you know, her talking after of, like, I, I want to give them a better life. Like, I'm doing this. These are the people that I'm doing this for. And, like, that means so much more than just being, like, well, I want, I know, well, I, I just think I should be America's Next Drag Superstar. Like, yeah, okay, sure. But I think, like, to put yourself through this, like, it means so much more when we hear these queen stories of, like, mm. this is not just about, you know, another trophy. This is not just about another accolade. This is not just about my career. Like, this is about, like, my life, you know? Like, this is about, like, uh, all the things I'm I'm not succumbing to by doing this, you know? I'm not succumbing to, like, we've heard stories about, like, Chi-Chi Devane, for example, or Kennedy Davenport mm. of, like, people who, uh, you know, I think Kennedy in particular, like, her, she was, like, supporting her family. Like, right. she was... The, you know, she was about to lose yeah. her house. You all know? the it's things like, that they're carrying, like they, like the things yeah. we carried, right? All of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that, you know, that's where, you know, the importance of the reality TV portion of Drag Race comes in is like this competition doesn't mean shit if I don't really know who these people are. Sure. And this is like a great right. way to show right. us, you know? And, and that's like, that's uh, you know, to go full circle with Silky, who won this week. Fabulous. I just don't know who Silky is yet. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't really feel anything in the way that I'm feeling for Akira. Right, for, example. for Akira, exactly. Yeah. Like if Akira went home, I'd be really sad. If Silky went home, I'd be like, "Whoa, that was a gag," you know? Right, right. It would be, "Oh, that competitor went home," right? You know, on the show versus someone that I've gotten attached to. Like, sure. even though she's, you know, killing the reality TV portion, like, I, she, I, I guess I don't feel like she's 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm, I don't know who she is yet. I agree. Um, one other thing I would just say in terms of like, you know, before we kind of wrap things up is like, and maybe this is something we'll see more of now after this lip sync or that I think we've been seeing a lot of is if Brooklyn Heights is indeed continuing to be a front runner, I think that there have been a lot of similarities to Cameron Michaels. Certainly we've seen, you know, like, and we're always going to see little similarities. Um, if we're just comparing within the world of drag race, you know, right, right. but I think another queen who I am seeing similarities to that I'm really enjoying, I'm calling Brooklyn the ninja goose because not only is she a lip sync assassin apparently, but she is giving me goosey miss fame qualities every once in a while. Mm. Like in those talking heads, she'll have those really doofy moments of like, I got it. Or like, <laughs> she'll have those like Annie Mae Wong, like cheese moments. And <laughs> that's Annie. She, yeah, and like, oh, yeah, that's Annie. Or like when when she, you know, when they both won the lip sync, and she she had some moment where she's like wiping a tear and saying something really like, "We did it." <laughs> yeah, like, oh, and I did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or like something like that. And it's so, like, I'm not making fun of it. It's kind of the same thing that we got from his fame of like, oh, you're not just this like perfect princess, like you're this kind of goofy kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I want to bring this up because uh, it popped into my head, but one of our Marys uh, messaged us to, like uh, a video or an interview. Oh man, everything's blurring together. Um, of Brooke saying that she'll she's going to donate all of her winnings if she wins to charity. Yeah, yeah, which I love, and I think you so know. Canadian. I think, I think this, it's, the, it's yeah, exactly. It's the most. Was it Zoe that maybe sent this to yeah, us? Yeah, it was Zoe. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, congratulations, Zoe just got engaged. Oh, good for you, Zoe. To that cute boyfriend of hers. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. So. He, oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're a very cute couple, aren't they? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, congratulations, Zoe. Uh, and so— uh, We expect to be yes. at the wedding, just so you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying nothing except— uh, <laughs> Can Marco be my plus one? Like, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Are there mozzarella it's, stick bars at this cocktail Yeah, party? is this going to be an appetizer situation? <laughs> yeah. Past apps what or is, buffet? What is the, <laughs> right, what's the dancing? What do I need to worry about? Right, will there what be are, a DJ that Colin has to worry about? Will there about? be a DJ? <laughs> yeah. Is any, am I going to turn around and, and all of a sudden I'm going to hear, do you remember the 21st night of September? I'm just very nervous. Well, you know, all, all she has to do, Colin, is seat you at like the, the, the mother and the aunt's table. Like, that's all. You, oh. just, you just sit with the mother and the aunt's. Sit me with the aunt's. See me, see me with them aunt's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see me with them aunt's. <laughs> <laughs> they all take their shoes off. You're like, oh, is that what we're doing? Oh, now? <laughs> we're all taking our shoes off, and later we're all gonna get a little drunk and we're gonna dance in a circle with our shoes off. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, but some of us will be holding our pocketbooks. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I think Kathy might stay at the table to watch the purses. She's got the bunion. It's more more pain than pleasure at this point, you know. <laughs> I might sit I with her. I can't, I can't. You might sit with her. You would. You would sit with her because you I know, would sit with her. You know, eventually, you know, eventually, you'd hear. Oh, eh, oh, oh, eh, oh. It would be the yeah. Macarena. Yeah. Sorry. And then, and then you just hear the fire alarm go off. Can hear the chunk of the emergency door open. 
people turn and you just see it closing. I'm gone. I'm gone. Uh, it's like you hear, um, I get knocked to click. Uh, yeah. And I'm like slamming my hands on the door of the unisex bathroom. I need to hide in here. Grabbing one of the cater waiters. Where's the door? God. And meanwhile, I'm there like, does he need the paper bag? <laughs> yeah, you're out there biting your lower lip and dancing with your fingers. Oh, yeah. Mary, like, I, I would do it just oh. to bother you. Yeah, I would do it just to bother yeah, you. Yeah, you're out there teaching people how to Dougie, and I'm just like running <laughs> for the hills. Oh, teach me, teach me, teach me how to Dougie. Yeah, no, no. Actually, I would be leading uh, the Cupid Shuffle. That's what I would be doing. Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I'd be running into traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, with that, Marys, uh, we're going to wrap up our show. Um, if you yeah. have, if you have any thoughts, uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can follow us uh, on... Uh, oh, sorry. You, I'm messing all of this up. You can email us. I'm thinking about you going out that door, Mary, or jump running yeah. run, running into traffic. Um, let's I don't have my <laughs> shoes on, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're with Aunt Pam. <laughs> They're with Aunt Pam. She's holding them up. Who's are these? Uh, well, you know, but who's holding Pam up? Because she's trashed. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Tom's across the room, you know. Cousin Putting Jimmy. away Budweiser's. It's, it's Cousin yeah. Jimmy. It's Cousin oh. Jimmy, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. – ta- yeah, there's Jimmy and – oh, the, the, it's all the boys. Yeah. Uh, all those the boys. boys. But Jimmy got divorced last year, so, you know, he's alone. He's oh, with Pam. Oh, yeah. don't bring it up. Don't bring it up because <laughs> yeah, <don't bring> <laughs> Linda, Linda started this whole alimony thing. Uh, all and, of this over Zoe's wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. We don't even get into, like, Jimmy's Herbalife deaths. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, or the pyramid scheme that uh, you know uh, Michelle got involved with uh, selling oh, selling oh. Uh, selling costume lip jewelry. Sense. <laughs> yeah, selling lip sense. Oh, Mary, on a Matreon episode, I got to tell you about my mom and costume jewelry. I have to tell. <laughs> Wait, can you give people the quote? Oh, okay. So, all right. So, sorry, Marys. We're going to extend this just a little bit. So, uh, my sister got involved in um, <laughs> selling selling jewelry and like throwing parties at your house. And then you sell jewelry to all your friends and then you get them to sell jewelry at their house and whatever. So, anyway, my sister got involved in that. And, you know, my sister... She, she's got a, she had a lot going on emotionally so it makes sense that she got sucked into this so anyway um my my mom is sitting sitting there uh at this party that my sister is throwing uh and my mother is <laughs> very upset about it so finally you know the presentation is given and you know everybody claps and uh to, to the person that was like hosting it because it wasn't nancy that was selling it, it was like somebody else uh like some like, right. person that worked there and so you know they're all clapping and they're like okay now it's time to buy stuff and everybody goes up to the table and starts looking at things and um my sister's mother-in-law uh turned mary she, her name's mary <laughs> um she, mary <laughs> she, all right mary she turns to debbie and she goes oh debbie aren't you gonna buy anything and my mom goes oh i do not wear costume jewelry <laughs> <laughs> she was like Valentina, <laughs> the one in the cubic zirconian and the gold plated necklace. Costume jewelry, and everybody was like, "Um, okay, all right, right. <laughs> all right." That's all of a sudden, the Pandora mix just stops. 
God. Uh, anyway, um, Marys, I'm going to start this outro again. Um, if you have yeah. any thoughts on this episode or, you know, um, some of the great, uh, you know, parties that have happened at your house of people selling products, because um, I'm sure there are great ones, um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com and reach out to us there. Um, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram. I am at Johnny Also. And you can find more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. Um, you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and more of me on Instagram and of Marco at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, where if you are currently a Patreon, you are hopefully um, tweeting out all these uh, Drag Race Thailand season two recaps. Um, and if you'd like to be cleaning out on Drag Race Thailand Season 2 recaps and a whole bunch of other movies we've recapped, uh, you should go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary. There you go, Marys. Um, I have a very appropriate last chance lip sync for this week uh, because I believe in, you know, my Nina world as opposed to the Silky Zone where I, yes. I, I'm still in the Nina Zone. Um, I I think I might need to buy a new Nina West t-shirt because I've worn it like... I don't know, 80 times in two weeks. But um, uh, if that's You're possible. like a kid with a Halloween costume. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like, I want to wear the Winnie West shirt again. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Johnny, you need he to wash it. He keeps wearing that. it to school. It's like, Johnny, yeah. you're in the shower. You need to take it off. Um, <laughs> right. I... <laughs> I, uh, I'm i in the Nina zone. So for this Last Chance Lip Sync, I chose Harvey Firestein singing Everything's Coming Up Noses uh, on Sesame Street. Mm, well, uh, that sounds great. And um, I, I can identify with that. <laughs> I think it's great. It's campy. Uh, a drag queen could definitely do it and do a little bit with the noses because there's Muppets that are interacting with Harvey and that could totally be mm -hmm. audi audience members. So I'm all here for it. Uh, anyway, this is Everything's Coming Up Noses by uh, sung by Harvey Firestein. Um, Marys, we hope you have a fabulous week and we will see you next week uh, for this the ne this next challenge, this LADP, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. This is improv challenge, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. We'll see you next time. So, yeah. Go be great. Go be swell. If there's something that you want to sell. Starting here. Starting now. Thank you. Honey, everything's coming up. No Take a breath. Take a sniff. You could blow it in your handkerchief. Because <laughs> I take Don't ask why.